This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast, hosted by Alec, Kevin, Randy, and Xavier. A show that explores the maybes, how comes, and what ifs of life. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversations today. Welcome back to Hypothetically Sound. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. This is part three of four of our Generational Haunting series. Uh, make sure that you go listen to the previous episodes along with our Ghost and Paranormal Activity episodes to uh, catch up with everything that's been talked about so far. Uh, we hope that you guys are enjoying the series. We really enjoyed making it. Uh, so let's get right into the episode. Enjoy. Um. So you both mentioned at some point that you did that uh, after leaving Grandma's hat, felt like something was following you. We talked about Dad's house a little bit, uh, and we talked about Uncle Kevin's uh, para perilous sleep paralysis uh scene thing right so was there something like a story that like really stuck out after you left grandma's when you were like college or like dad when you were away from us what during travels or whatever you were doing uncle kevin no they're like i said the only two times um you know like i said i was in my uh apartment and that's when I had that face appear. Um, and then it's weird because the the woman I was dating at the time was the paralysis one. But here's what's creepy about that is she's had the same thing happen multiple times. But it's never happened when we've both been in the room together. It's never. It's never happened. It only and when it happened to me was there at her house. So is that a different entity or is that an entity that followed me into that house? I I don't know. But she felt that, but that was before I came into the picture. So that, you know, does that make you think there's a connection there, not a connection? You know, I believe spirits are out there. Um but again, I'm a strong believer of if you don't play into it, a little bit of like Alex said, if you don't play into it, it, it doesn't it doesn't affect you or it won't affect you as much. But if you play into what's happening around you, I mean, you got to think millions and millions of people have died. Um, where are these souls going? What you know uh, where we don't know, we won't know until we pass where they go. But the fact of the matter still remains that these entities are out there. There's so many people in the world that can talk about being snatched out of their bed, being lifted off the bed. You know, there's there's people who have talked about these entities have raped them in their sleep. Matter of fact, not only not in their sleep, but they've come out of their sleep and have been physically assaulted. You know, that's time when you have a uh, come to Jesus conversation and get the fuck out of that house. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Uncle Kevin. I remember uh, back when Grandpa Charlie passed um, about a month or two months before it happened, he got to the point where uh, he refused to open up his eyes. Do you remember this? Well, he didn't. Well, I remember he didn't open his eyes, but I remember there was a point he couldn't, he, he lost his vision. Okay. Because I, re- I was going to say, I remember like he just wouldn't open his eyes 
And then, yeah. like, one time he did, he looked pretty terrified and was, like, looking around the room, like, in, in the, like, not at us. And he could have right. had lost his vision at this point, but he was, like, looking, like, above us and around the room. And uh, I don't know who it was of the family, but someone made a comment that they think that he might have been seeing, like, something coming for him or things around. Do you think that's a possibility? I mean, I I think he was, I mean, we always say, uh, you know, my dad was, you know, he, he was he a good guy? He was a good guy. Um, was he a bad guy also? Absolutely. But. I think my father dabbled in, you know, in shit that he didn't need to be involved in. Um, I think we all are going to have demons we got to fight at the end of the day. When it's all said and done, all the things that we've all done in our lives, whether good, bad, or indifferent, those are still demons you got to deal with before you move on to wherever the hell you're going to go. Um, and I think that comes at the time of your death. It's like you have that come to Jesus moment where it's like, you go one way, you go the other. I was with my dad when he took his last breath. Um, that was one of the hardest things ever to deal with, to sit there and watch him lose all the air out of his body, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I have a picture of him, and I'll have to share it. I'll send, that, send it to you guys, of him laying in the bed. Um, and you tell me what that picture shows. That picture shows not – it doesn't look like he's – angry but it's a pitch of face that looks like he's fighting with something i don't know what but i like had that I picture on my phone and i didn't want that picture because i thought it would be a better picture when i took it but when i took it he had the look on his face this is the time where he wasn't opening his eyes all of that mm -hmm. he had this grimace on his face like he's fighting with something whether it's life demons i don't know what but he was dealing with something at that time. So Ooh. let me tell you, we'll all come to that day. Trust, trust and believe that. Oh, I, I already said that. And, and I'll, I'll say it again. I, I, that whatever it is, we're all going to have to deal with it because it's not stopping. Um, like I said, some of us feel it stronger than others, but it's, it's out there and it's in this family and it's coming. Um, you know, I've traveled a lot. Um, my boys will tell you that I've, I've almost traveled over a million miles flying in, in the air. And I can tell you one thing, all the places that I've been and all the, the, the hotel rooms and everything, I, I, I got to the point where I had to have the TV on. I couldn't, I couldn't, could not be in the hotel room without, and it had nothing to do with the noise. It had everything to do to distract me from what kept calling at me every time I was away from my sons. Every time I was away from home, I, there was something that was almost like it was laughing at me, like, you're not around now. I can do what I want to do. So, you know, when you say, dude, that, that, is there, was there something following me? There was something that was following me. Um, that story I told you about the card ride, whatever that thing was, I felt a, a lot of times, a lot of times driving by myself, you know, going to a client site, you know, I could be in New Jersey or in California and, and I would feel it, and I could feel it, and 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 I've I've said this, and I'll go ahead and say it again. I don't know. I've said it to my sons, but Kevin and them, I probably have never said this. I'm I'm I, I mean, we're all mortal, and, and you know, and I'm going through a little you know health thing right now. But my real fight for when it comes to you know saving my soul 
is the fight I'm going to have against whatever that damn evil thing is. I already know that. I know my last breath will be taken fighting it. I, and and, and I, my goal is to, is to beat it so that it doesn't affect my sons or my nephews or anybody else in the family. I don't know if I can, but I've, I've totally believed this. And I've believed this since I was in, in, in high school, that whatever it is, before I even met their mother, you know, when we, I, I knew that I was going, I told Kevin this a long time ago when we were kids, whatever this fucking thing is, it's me and it's dancing. We're going to go at it. There's no doubt about that. And it, it's going to take a, a cost and hopefully that cost is just me. But I don't know because like Kevin said, he's got that picture that said it. I now that Kevin said, he, I don't even want to see the picture because I might know I might feel what that was, and I don't want to know that because it's it's there, it's coming, and I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to tell people that I'm I'm super psychic or anything like that, but when you know something, you felt it in your soul from the time that you can remember, you know, from the time I was eight years old to now, and I'm 55, and I have never wavered on these words that I say right now. I will die, as we normally die body wise. But my soul, I have a battle for my soul with the evil that's out there. I know that. I know that. And unfortunately, it's it's not just me that I'm that I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for everybody else in my belief. Even Kevin, you know, he says, you know, I, you know, he's got, and I and I respect, like he said, he, you know, he, you know, mom and grandma protecting him. But even Kevin's going to have to fight this. And as we come to this point where we're going to, where it becomes more prevalent, when this fight happens, I the one thing that I'm afraid of the most is if I lose, what happens next? Who's going to be the next vessel? Who's going to fill it more? I mean, right now, I think I fill it more than you guys, and it's just my personal opinion. But when I pass, somebody's that pressure is going to be put on somebody else. And who I don't know, and but but I hope that you have the strength to understand what it is and understand the battle that you're going to get into. And and this is something like I said that's been cursed in our family, either my grandmother's side or my father's side. Either way it goes, it's there. We can't we can't walk away from it. It's it's not gonna let. It's not it's not that simple. You know, some things are beyond the the understanding of the simple mind. And even sometime the greater mind. All we can do is 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 to help hope that when it's time for us to step up with our mind, body, and soul, that we win that battle. You know, it's, ah. it's that simple. Oh, yeah. So I just sent you guys. That's uh, funny. I just sent all you guys some pictures from a fire this summer, and look into the look, look into the pictures look at the fire and tell me what you see in those pictures of the of the fire tell me if you can see the faces uh the hand that's coming out of the fire um oh the green face yep the green face that i took pictures of a fire this past summer and that's the shit that came out of the pictures i took do you see the one with the little ghost, the white ghost, little tiny one coming around the corner on the right-hand side of the yep. fire? Do you yep. see the little 
the little guy sitting there. So those were yep. the creepy, those were the creepy faces and things that, and I was looking at it and I was like, I got to take a picture. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you just see what I just did saw in the flash picture? Yeah. What? How did, how did you see it the exact same moment I saw? The face? Yes, in the bot in the last picture of yeah, the, the, that's that ran. Holy fuck! Like literally, I was about to say something, and you said it. You said holy fuck right as I saw it. Wow. Um, it's funny because last episode I also mentioned that uh during one of the trips with mom, I just got like a uh a phone that could take pictures. So I was taking pictures of like clouds and shit and testing it out, and one of the pictures had uh. A face in it and we sent it to dad and it seems like it ain't <laughs> it, it, it ain't just like dad's kids and stuff and like a dad thing which is like it's fantastic doing this like uh xavier uh before you joined uh dad gave one of his stories our dad gave one of his mm. stories uh, yeah. about when he was young and he sat up in the middle of the night and looked into what turned into your mom's room in the room you were in. And no, we, no. we had him describe, and the first thing he brought up was the eyes. He says the first thing he remembered seeing was the eyes. And then he went to describe <laughs> what we described he said it looked like. And so I told him your story. I was like, the first, it was Sparky Xavier and he, the first thing he says he remembers is the eyes. And and like wild. this entire episode, like you're gonna have to, I'll like, yeah, no, I'm gonna, yeah. uh, is been stories that our dad has told that relates to you and Kevin, and then stories your dad has told that relates to me and Alec, and, like exactly the same experiences. And that's, I, I really wish I was able to, you know, be here earlier. My mm -hmm. apologies. Um, but like, kind of like back to what you guys were saying before, I just kind of want to throw this in, yeah, um, because. I've been separated from you guys quite a distance, and I don't know if that plays a role. Um, but my spiritual, you know, encounters or whatever you may want to call it, has been very far and few in between. Um, so it's it's pretty wild, though, especially that you know, for the time that I was there, the experience that I had, you know, you you saying the Uncle Rand mm -hmm. saw the same thing, like. The, the exact same thing and like at that point it's almost you know hard to argue you know that it wasn't something mm -hmm. you know whether or not that's still there following people around whatever the case may be it was definitely something so that's that's mind-boggling to me that's fucking wild and, uh, uncle, yeah it, it definitely is and uncle kevin to get back to uh your thing you talked about is it following us or is it different entity I 100% believe that everything that me and Alec have experienced since forever have all been separate things. Uh, they all have different feelings of terror, of weight, on, on, at least on me. I don't know if it's the same for Alec. Uh, no, it's, it's been different things. The thing that we saw in Grandma's house, I've only experienced once or twice since we left. Uh, while dad just talked about how he feels it all the time. I only feel it when I'm around him and we talk about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one time I had sleep paralysis is the only other time that I felt it outside of grandma's house. Uh, where, but everything where, else, yeah. Where but, were you when you had the sleep paralysis? Uh, in lacrosse. Okay. In like my own like apartment by myself. But what, right. what's strange about that experience is 
a couple of days before that, me and dad had talked about something that had happened to dad where he felt it again and we talked about it. And then two, like a couple of days later it happened. And what was strange, and I told Alec and Xavier this, after I woke up from the sleep paralysis at like 2 a.m., dad called me to check up. Just randomly called me at like 2 a.m. to see if everything was okay. Which is just a weird, like, why would he, especially at that point or when our relationship still was building back to where it is now, like, he, he didn't call me out of the blue like that. And so it was just a strange happenstance that he would call right after I experienced something like that for the first time ever. Uh, but yeah, everything that even now in this house, uh, the house that my mom had, like, it happens too frequently to me and Alec to believe that it's the same thing following us. Uh, it's just, I think maybe because we've acknowledged it and it's happened, something about our souls or about our brains or whatever has opened the door to other entities to attach to us and show themselves. Maybe we have a, an abundance of energy that they're able to feed off. See, I was, I was going to say, I feel like there's a potential that, like, I have something following me, good or bad, that draws in a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, from when I was, like, little, something that, like, probably attached to me, or it could be just, like, grandpa or something, you know? Like, just something that, like, draws in that extra energy to bring, like, oh, that opens the door and brings these possible paranormal things to occur, you know? Well- well, what your guys are, are describing is called a curse. I'm trying to mm-hmm. tell you. This mm-hmm. isn't. Ain't nobody lie to you. No, no. no. What, what, what I'm trying to tell you is, is that you can call it what you want. You can say it doesn't mm-hmm. feel the same, but mm-hmm. you don't, don't realize this curse is meant to give that evil an opportunity for you. But not everything it, has been evil. Sometimes but, it's, just, but, it's just motherfuckers but, but, walking down the hallway to live their life. Yeah, but it, once it opened the door, you know, it's, 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 it's an evil curse. It doesn't necessarily mean you're right that everything evil is going to answer it, okay? It, you're, you're now opened up to the paranormal side. But this is the, that curse that is on this family. It doesn't matter. And whether you feel it every day, once a year, whatever, the reason why you're feeling it is because it's always going to be there. And like I said, I, I think you guys are going to be amazed as time goes on and as 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 we get older and and and, and people's life energy becomes less and yours becomes still strong you'll see what i'm saying you'll be able to bring this back up in 10 years or so and go you know i thought he was a crazy mfer but uh he might not have known a little bit more than we thought Watch what I tell you. And unfortunately, I don't want to be right. But in my, my mind and my body, my soul and everything I'm, I'm saying, I'm telling you, I know I'm right. Because it was given to me and I didn't want it, nor did I even know what it was. The only difference is, is that I'm able to, to at least verbalize this. I honestly believe, now that I look back on some things, that I think my dad was the conduit when he was alive, which would explain a lot about the way he was and, and how he would, they would kind of take over sometime. 
I mean, there are times when he was as mean as the damn devil, and you couldn't figure that out. And other times, you know, he was he was he was the nicest guy you ever want to meet. You know, he to get take the, the the shirt off his back. So you tell me. Some people say that's bipolar, this, that, or whatever, but it was more than that because it would happen at the weirdest times, and it didn't. It it there was no real trigger. You didn't know yeah, what. That's what say. Yeah. You know, it just it would be what it be. And and mm-hmm. so I'm telling you, I, I I believe that he was the conduit, and then that was been has been passed on, you know. And, and and I see a little bit in my little sister Stephanie. There are times when when she she's even acknowledged that she can feel certain things, but she doesn't know how to deal with it well, and she's trying to be better at that. And and she's following Kevin's example and finding a little more faith in in what she does, but. That's been part of her problem too. Is that I believe that you know, at, at like I said, it, it's it's a blood thing. It's a family thing. It's it is what it is. Like even, I agree. Like even when I um at that same house where I felt the paralysis, if that's what we're calling it, um, it, even at that house, I woke up at three a.m. for days on end. Don't know why. No idea. I literally every night will wake up at 3 a.m. on the dot for months. No idea. And so I did my research. I started looking at what does it mean to wake up at 3 a.m.? You guys can look it up. Um, There's a lot of different things. You know, it says it's a spiritual uh, thing. Yeah, it's a witching hour. Yep. It says 3 a.m. is the witching hour. I mean, there's so many, um, you know, the Chinese adverb says something like um, it's some undying grief and sadness um, that you're dealing with. Um, But I don't know why for months I woke up at 3 a.m. on the dot. And I don't care if I went to bed at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I woke up at 3 a.m. every day. Um, Creepy, creepy. Freaks you out. But like I try to tell you, I always try to I always try to believe in the good versus the evil. Um, I still believe on on a spiritual level because I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. Um, I believe that we're always going to have this fight of good and evil. Um, it's going to be there because there's an opposite to everything. If you if you think about it, there's an opposite to everything on this on this planet. If something's wet, it can be dry. If something's cold, it could be hot. There's an opposite to everything. So there's got to be good and there's got to be evil. And like people talk to me about it when I get into my spiritual thought, I believe we live on hell. I believe this here, where we are, is hell. And I believe, just like in the Bible, there's certain things I believe, certain things I don't. If God cast it out, his top angel, and said, if you think you are as good as I am, go take care of your own plane of whatever you want to do and we will see and i think part of that test is he put all of us there and he said the true believers will come to me no matter what so do we live in hell where else in the bible does it say that you are going to see um you know fire brimstone um death violence um you know, 
you know, the fires, all the all the things that are happening on this planet is what it's described in the Bible as hell. So I believe spiritually we have a chance or a choice in our lifetime to make those right decisions to be somewhere else besides here because this is so horrible. Disease, everything, everything is here. What you read in the Bible, it's here. We're seeing it every day, all day. So it's our, it's our decision where we want to go. Do I, when people have deja vu, do I believe it was your chance to try it again? You know, God's not going to forsaken us and say, no, you screw up. Boom, you go to hell. I think it's us try, try, try until we can't try anymore. Till it's all said and done. His, you know, his second coming, if you believe in that in the Bible, that that's the end of the world. That's the end of, you know, humanity life as we know it. Right. But in the meantime, I think we have choices. We can try, 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 try until that day comes. And I think that's why people have so many deja vus, because it's been your second, third, fourth, fifth, God knows, hundredth time to get, you know, to get it right. I got, I got a question for you. So I get what we call deja vu probably once every three months or so. Uh, my boys, after a while, got tired of me saying deja vu. Uh, I've done this or I've seen this before and I started explaining it to them. So why do I get it so much? Deja vu. Yeah. Going off of we just you just heard me tell you it could be your hundredth time back here. Motherfucker, for you, it could be your thousand. You just can't get it right. I was say going off of Uncle Kevin's logic, not not saying I believe it. Uh, we can have a religious battle some other day. Uh but going off of Uncle Kevin's uh theory. Uh, what it is, is it's God, since you don't believe, we know, like, I know you don't believe, uh, it's God giving you that chance to believe again, to earn your spot. So yes. that's why, that's why someone would say, cause I have days of a lot. I, I constantly have it in small moments. We talked about this in past episodes. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it could be the same thing. I do not believe. Uh, so it could be him giving in this, this plane of thought. It is him yeah. giving us the opportunity to. To accept believe. him, to believe, yes. to accept, to move on. Because I believe I am a very good person. I believe all of us in here are good people. And so he's giving me that chance <laughs> to, uh, to uh, if, if this theory is correct, to ascend to a higher plane. So I and got a question, I just Randy. don't take it. Yeah, Randy Jr., I got a question then. Mm -hmm. So, this, so I, I started out as an atheist, right? I started out mm -hmm. where I didn't believe in shit, right? Um... Mm -hmm. Just because of all the shit we see every day, all day. I didn't believe in shit. I was like, if there's a God, why are babies dying before they're born? Why, you know, and something mm -hmm. your grandma and something your grandma told me. Babies die before they're born because that's God taking his his people to his castle before they even get a chance to see evil. That's God saying, these are one of my disciples that are gonna help me in this fight. And I'm going to take them before they even get a chance to see evil. So that's what's been in my heart and my mind since my mother told me that. But I'll tell mm -hmm. you one thing. What does it hurt to believe in something? What is it, what is it going to hurt you? Because at the end of the day, I would rather believe there's a God or a higher being that's going to 
take us somewhere better than here than to not believe and I wind up on the other side of the fucking fence. Because it don't hurt me either way. It will hurt mm -hmm. me more if I didn't believe than it will if I believe. Because if I believe well, and I die and I don't go anywhere, well, so what? Oh, well. well that, that's that, exactly that, that argument goes is. both ways, though, right? Yeah, like, that's exactly, that's exactly like if I don't believe, then, like, what's the point of me believing? It just gives me something to put blame on instead of myself to better myself as a person, which would be, like, the counter-argument, right? Because right. we will have to do it. We will but, have to do another show. Yeah, this will have to be a different, a different thing. Yeah. Because, but uh, to answer your question real fast, go Kevin. Uh, Xavier and Alec know my views on religion. I believe religion is a crutch for people who uh, can't handle seeing the world as chaotic. They need it as a way to understand what's happening. So the story you shared is to me like I, I, I fully support you believing in what you want to believe in. Like oh, yeah. it, like you said, it doesn't hurt me, but. In my point of view, your story was a is a way to understand a chaotic situation uh, that can't be controlled. So uh, seeing the kids as dying as is God taking them is a very peaceful thought. Yes. But I, I don't yeah. need that peaceful thought because I understand the world as yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. right. uh, that it's things right. happen that can't be controlled or just death happens and I don't need a a higher being to support my conscience. It doesn't affect me like it affects a lot of other people who use religion. Well, with that, uh, we're going to end the episode for today. Again, this was part three of four. Part four will be coming out in about a week. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We enjoyed making them. Uh, as always, make sure you go follow us on all of our social media sites, on Meta, on Facebook, on Twitter, on uh, Podbean, YouTube, all of those. If you want to see the live version of this, uh, head over to youtube.com slash hypothetically sound. Uh, and just make sure that you guys share these with your friends and uh, share them with anybody that you think might enjoy them. We enjoy doing them. And we thank you guys for all the love that we've had over the first three or four months of us doing podcasts. Uh, it's been incredible to even have anybody listen. So thank you guys again. Um, and as always, we'll see you next time. Deuces. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.